Today, my brother from another mother, but the same city, my brother Chris Higgins. What's up, Chris? Well, he lied, coming live all the way from Sarasota, Florida. Yeah, welcome to the Band of Brothers podcast show. You in the hood. The hood that we call the brotherhood. This is where we all band together as brothers to inspire, to uplift, and to encourage each other in this thing that we call life. What's up, fellas? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing today? We doing? It is Wednesday. I am glad. <laughs> Yo, man. And get this week halfway over with, so I'm good. So update on all this corona stuff, man, with the um, social distancing and all of that, man. A lot of restaurants are starting to open up. A lot of, um, sound like we about to get some sports back into action real soon. How y'all brother feel about that? Sports is always good. It's always good. It's going to be interesting to see the approach they take because, you know, they got all these regulations and stuff in place now on how they want to actually approach it. So um, what do you guys think about the NBA trying to come back <laughs> for a few games? We're well, just going to be playoff. playoff. Yeah. That makes sense what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, got a lot of people against it. Um, a lot of the players um, say they don't want to come back for nothing. Um, what do you mean by that? Hey, Chris, you can jump in on that. Your mic is muted. I don't know if you know it or not. You can jump in if you want to. That's a habit. You've <laughs> <laughs> been on them big time. You're a big time guy. So what's up with you, Chris? And much trying to um, help the community out as much as I can, and I'm saying this is one of the ways of helping the community out. Okay, All right. take a few minutes, man. Tell your brothers about yourself, man. You actually you can give them a little bit of your background, and then you know tell them some of the stuff that you're doing now, man, and and why I'm so impressed with you, man. Well, I'll go from bad to good then. <laughs> When I first when I first met uh Radius, aka Blue Boy, uh I was uh running the streets. Couldn't nobody tell me nothing and I went handed. I remember one of the times that uh he came to the back of the garbage truck and the first thing I did was throw my hands up in the air as I was in the fight. 
And he said, boy, you ain't living right. <laughs> and I had to sit back and think about it. He was actually right because who got to take a pistol everywhere they go? Who got to fight everywhere they go? And um, But I came a long way from that now. Over the years, um, I became part of a family as, as far as being a church. Um, I've joined a fraternity. I, I feed the homeless now. Um, I help young kids. Uh, we have a program down here called uh, Brotherhood of Men, where we help young boys between the age of five and 21 learn how to be successful in society as well. Um, I work with Future Leaders of America, which is another nonprofit organization. I got my hands in a little bit of everything. I currently just started selling for a Avon and Mary Kay, so my, my life changed dramatically. Uh, all right, man. See you, man. And it's thing to Mary Kay and all that, man. But you, know, <laughs> you brother, um, yeah, man, this guy came a long way, man. If y'all would have seen him, he came a long way, man. And it, it's good to it see come a long way. Uh. <laughs> and it's good to see brothers actually doing well, man, and changing things. And yeah, man, I hey, that's a real. Right though, man, he got a testimony. He ain't share y'all everything, but he got some stuff. They <laughs> <laughs> got some stuff, man. Okay. Yeah. Sound like we gonna have to bring him back on the show often to get that out. <laughs> I know about that. It might have to be a face to face conversation. Yeah, face to face, man. So I had to give him that. So let's not hold no longer. Go ahead and get into this topic. Um. With all everything going on, man, we did we did a show a couple episodes ago about being woke, um, about social injustice and all of that, man. Um, for whatever reason, um, I don't know. I just feel like gunplay is a topic that we need to talk on, man. We need to touch on. Me personally, um, I don't have a problem with guns, but in our community, guns are looked at a certain way, and in other cultures, guns are looked at in another way. Um, but overall, all together, man, there's a problem with guns, and I'm not sure there's a solution. I'm not sh sure if the solution that's there is one that can really answer the problem that we got for his gun. So first thing I want to address with you guys, um, your ideas about guns and do you see a need where it fit into society um, as it is today? I mean, we were talking earlier about it. One thing is, is that, you know, naturally, especially at the moment when you're actually, you know, beginning to change your life, there is a negative viewpoint on guns, um, especially in uh, church culture. I was raised in a Baptist church uh, down where I'm from. The interesting thing is, is that um, for the most part, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different peoples, you know, we have all different views but in a sense, um, I don't know how to put it. I want to be careful with what I'm saying here because 
Just say it, man. Step on some. Uh, you know, <laughs> stepping on some toes, but you know, it's it's pretty much to the point where you know, um, me as a person, you know, I think that you know those things that technology was made for a reason and for uses. Now, I'm not saying that. Uh, pretty much, you know, I'll tell you, I'll put it like this. It got to the point where it seemed like guns were so bad that just touching one was a sin or just touching one, you're doing something wrong. When after, you know, coming to par and, you know, living life, you know, it, it just seemed kind of crazy to me. And then you got different types of guns that basically use for different types of reason. Now, if I want one, the main question is, what do I want one for? Protecting my family and just having one, two different things. Using one to hunt and using one to just have one is just two different things. Now, they all have their purposes or whatnot. One main thing is, is that according to the country we live in, it is a right to have one, which kind of changes a whole lot of things on what this country is about. My viewpoint, as I've looked deeper into this, you you run into a lot. It's a real complex topic because those rights were written for a time that's different than it is now. You know, yeah, those rights were given to a people that basically were trying to fend off a certain type of um, threat that seemed more prevalent than what we have now, mm-hmm. or could be possibly now. We got, uh, we got threats. Yeah, you got threats, and I, I well, don't, don't, don't hold me on that. I, I'm, I'm just saying what the research saying. You know, I'm just putting out there what the research saying. But um, that's from a viewpoint of a people. So I make it more specific from a viewpoint of a people that tried to oppose it. That it was for a different place, a different time. Um, I agree with you. You have threats, and I want to be able to counter those threats. Um, one person put it this way. I actually read you a quote that I thought was pretty dope. It has some sentiment to it, but it comes from John Lockie. And this is a guy who is real big and responsible for a lot of influential in the rights of this country or whatnot, regardless of the source it comes from. If I think it's true, if it resonates with me, I like it. I can actually learn a lot from it, but you can tell a lot from that period of time and what guns really should stand for. So quote goes like this. I should have the right to destroy that which threatens to destroy me. For by the fundamental law of nature, man being man being to be preserved as much as possible when all cannot be preserved the safety of the innocent to be preferred. Now, that's kind of deep. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. I can't let you move forward right now. So you saying that this person saying that I should be able to destroy anybody that make me feel threatened. I, I should be able to preserve myself just like any country will preserve themselves. Now, we don't, we don't knock a country for having firearms to be able to fight a war to preserve <laughs> their way of life on a bigger scale. Yeah. Um, so you have the pros that actually say, well, on an individual scale, because of those threats that you just mentioned, 
I should be able to have, you know, uh, the ability to protect myself. Now, where it gets out of hand, in my opinion, is where, is where you implement war-type weapons <laughs> to protect one household. You know what I mean? Uh, um, hey, hold on, but, Don't go too far. Um, we got these two fellas right here. They got one up on us, G, because they military men. They both they military men, yeah, and they can stop, talk from experience that I don't, I don't have. So I just want you to know before we get deep into this thing, they got, you know, they might go a little bit farther than us on this because we look at it from a different perspective. But they got military background. I just want to throw that out there before you say something, else. Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah my ahead, mind is rumbling. <laughs> so your mind rumbling. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I'm just going to start with my neighborhood that I just moved in. I moved into a neighborhood for cheap rent, bad mood. Okay. Just this week, today's what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. We've already had four shootings already on this street. And just a week ago, I was waiting on the person to get close enough to me to where I can take them down and take their firearm away from them because they can approached me with a firearm due to the fact that I told them to stay out of my mailbox. But they were smart. They stayed a good distance away. So with that being said, I don't think that everyone on earth should even carry a firearm because they're, they're not mentally stable enough to carry a firearm. And one thing for sure, I, like, I don't know what the concealed weapons permit laws are in Georgia anymore, but down here you can brandish a firearm as long as you got a concealed weapons permit. You can, you can pull it out and wave at a person and everything. You just can't shoot it. So with that being said, you got people out here showing off guns and they letting the person walk away and that person come back and light the house up. Yeah. So then that's where the warfare kick in at. What'd you say? I said that's when the warfare kick in. Go ahead, boss man. I see you thinking over there. <laughs> All right. I ain't thinking, man. It's just real simple for me, man. Um kind of like what what Chris said, it kind of he almost hit it, but um to me no discipline, no gun. If you don't have any type of discipline, you don't need a gun. So a firearm, whatever y'all want to call it. So that's all I got to say about that, man. So y'all y'all keep on going, man. Don't listen. But but you said no discipline. How can you determine as a person? You got to know your own. You got you can't can't nobody determine that but yourself. That's right. It's like any grown man know how disciplined they are when they walk out of a door. You that, that, I can't determine your your disciplinary you know, accountability. That, that's on you. You know if you got discipline or not. Yeah. If, you don't, if you ain't got discipline, you don't need to carry no pistol or no firearm. Like I said, whatever y'all want to call it, man. But anything of that type of nature that can do harm to somebody else, if you don't have discipline to not hold on to it until something is deemed really necessary, then you, you shouldn't be holding on to it. It's just simple. Yeah. You have a lot of people with no tech, and egos are a very big problem with that. That's another big problem for people carrying firearms. Ego is another thing is not being disciplined. Yeah. Can't, can't handle your ego. You're not disciplined. So get back to the point what you made uh, with the quote, G Money. That quote you said, I can't quote it right off, so you're going to have to help me out. But you were saying that <laughs> you want to destroy. The threat, 
Then basically, he said, basically and, said, I should be able to destroy if somebody's trying to destroy me, which is that just saying I can defend myself. Okay. So if you don't have if you don't have discipline to only defend yourself, then you shouldn't carry a firearm. That's the only time you should pull it out is when you're really feeling threatened. Somebody really, you know, trying to destroy you, as uh, Mr. Lockett said. So if you know my point about the threat is that you have to be able to identify the threat before you can know to destroy the threat. If you don't know that there's a threat, your idea of threat or what you think is a threat may not be a threat. That's what that's what my whole point is. Even if you got discipline, just by you not being able to identify that there's a threat, then all the rest of it is going to be bad news. That's why as a man or a grown woman, you should be able to identify any type of threatened situation that, you know, you should be able to observe the situation, you know, before you react to a situation. Just like... When you when you talking when you're running your mouth, somebody say something to you. You should be able to observe what they're saying before you just say something back to them. You know, it all it all gonna always gonna come back to discipline. Okay, so how you try to try to spin it is always gonna be about discipline. It ain't a spin. It ain't a spin. I like the the point that you saying discipline. The hard thing about that though is the level that we we say discipline, but where is that level to where we able to actually carry ourselves to be to hold it like like um Chris was saying earlier like he held it back until he know what time when there is a threat you get what I'm saying like because I feel threatened don't mean that there's a threat because I feel like I uh, I'm trying not to jump ahead of myself but because I feel like I got a gun. I can dissolve the situation. <laughs> then that, that that ain't that ain't that's not having discipline. If you if you look at it like that, ain't no discipline in that. Cause just because you holding on to something that make you feel like you got control of a situation, that ain't discipline. Me 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 being military, I <laughs> I always feel like I got control of a situation. If me and the man about to go about to go at it, but at the same time, I have enough discipline to withhold from that. I don't have to let it be known that I know how to do this so I can just feel this situation anytime I feel like it because of my special training. But I have enough discipline not to go there, not to even let you know that. So if you if you know you got something in your pocket, me, my military skills, I know I got them in my pocket. You don't know that, but I know that, but I don't have to let you know that. Yeah. I can take this down anytime I feel like it. I, I can pull that pistol out anytime I feel like it and, and go ahead and, and take care of all this. There's no discipline. And that's the same way I took my situation last week. I knew I knew that I was holding, and they presented theirs at, in front of me in the wide open. I decided to try to talk it down first, and maybe either they back off and keep going, or either they get close to me, and then we have to get physical. Exactly. So, so he displayed a certain amount of discipline. Gotcha. That was needed for that situation. Gotcha. Anything else, G? Uh, I know we stopped you in the middle of your flow, but oh, uh, oh no, 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 no! It's just you know, basically just putting out there where the pros and where the cons 
come in that you just it's it's very very complex the question is the question that has to be presented like how can you test discipline i think it was put out earlier and it's very very tough when you look at the u.s laws man it's, it's very very complex very very complex boss man says something very very important special training special training Nowadays, you can get that special training outside of the military. Um, you don't necessarily have to be in the military to get training now because you got people that actually making it their business, making it into a business that been in the military and are actually doing the training outside. Um, there's a group. They're pretty much militant. A lot of people basically try to say that this group is training for war, but they train like combat. Now, I'm not going to stand on the stance if I agree or disagree with it. What, I, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, the training is there. Now, these guys go through a certain particular training as if they're going to war, which I think is a foot step, you know, a step pretty much that's unrealistic. Um, their minds are thinking in, you know, in today's time, uh, you know, everybody has their opinion of where we're headed. You have a group like that who classifies their special training to be able to carry a firearm or to handle the weapons to go through that training to get that so-called, you know, discipline that they actually they feel is required to have to be responsible to kill type of firearms. It's complex. Like. Chris said with the laws in Florida, uh, Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you have the different states that have their own laws. Now, I can see why a state will have that type of law to waive it because they think, OK, by you being able to waive it will, uh, will allow the threat to be removed just by you being able to show it. You understand? Exactly. It, you know, some people look at that because they don't want the deaths, they, but they do want to actually calm down the crime. I, I got to stop you for a second on that. The old me that, that uh, Radius knew back in my early 20s, that waving the gun, I used to hold grudges. Mm -hmm. I come back for months and months and months mm -hmm. and, and let you forget about me, then I come back and see you. But the new me, says, okay, whatever, have a good day. Yeah, and I agree with you, but this is where the laws actually come in at. Economists think this way. Take every school shooting you can think of. Take every school shooting you can think of. Let's get out of the hood and let's think bigger scale here. Take any school shooting you can think of. The way people think, you have a complex system where you have a group of people that Pretty much you have to be careful to be able to debate it. But they answer the question like, would these things have happened if they know that someone on these campuses was packing? Would they have done or went through with what they had if they know that there was a threat to their threat? And a lot of cases, man, a lot of cases from the numbers, a lot of times these people target places that they know no one else has a gun in them places. Um, so that, now, now it, let me finish, but it's, comp, it's very, very complex. Now, when you're in the hood, you're talking about an underground system because with freedom, freedom make a 
for a whole bunch of complexities. If you open it up for good people, you pretty much opening it up for bad people too. And you got a huge problem there. So, so the thing is, is how do you cope with that? And the way that people are trying to cope with that is they come out with, I think he's kind of crazy because Chris, I agree with you. You show me a gun. That's enough to tell me you threatening me. That's enough for me to be like, all right, you, you threatening me. Um, if you pull it out, you better use it. You know, um, that's, that's, that's some people motto. I, you know, in the military, you know, I imagine if you out there in war and someone show you a gun, you know, they, they shooting them. They shooting them. Um, it's a threat, you know. Immediately threat. They ain't no but, halfway war. Either you at war or you're not. But don't get me wrong. I don't agree with the law, but I understand from a viewpoint where they coming from. It's just a bunch of states and people trying to honor that right and trying to actually stop the crimes that's happening. All right, let's hold up before we go a little farther. Let's go back to what you were saying, school shooting, right? I'm not going to pretend like I follow all this stuff because I really don't. But during the last school shooting that I remember, the general public was – talking about arming teachers in the school, um, I guess with some kind of weapon, giving them proper training and authority to carry in the school. What y'all think about that? Um, since we talking about threats and we talking about training or discipline, what you think about that? Well, that that's, just, that's just standard. It, it's been a lot of school shootings. So the standard is to try to get to a point to where like 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 Greg like G Money said a little while ago, um, they they target place they know the one is is is, is um, holding guns. Right. You go to the school, ain't nobody in there holding no pistol. So now they're gonna try to get to the point where okay, we now the public will know that okay, there will be teachers in here armed. So like Greg said, it's gonna kind of slow that down a little bit because now they can't target the school anymore because like you said, they was thinking. No one in there has a gun, so I can go up in there and you know and not be retaliated against. So, because there was no real threat, but now, yeah, no, 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 you, you was a threat because right. you want to go in and shoot the place up, but there ain't nobody in there to 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 stop me from doing what I'm about to do. Oh, I can just go to I can go to classroom to classroom and just shoot up every classroom without a gun being in the building. But now, if they come out with Okay, we're gonna have teachers that's gonna be able to be armed in the school, you know, trained and armed. Now I can't just go into the school and just shoot up school because now somebody else in there gonna hold a pistol also. Well, but according to what y'all was saying, is that this person behaved like that because the lack of discipline and uh, respect, I'll say, for the firearm. So they don't have the discipline that that they should be having a firearm. Mm-hmm. I think, be honest with you, those school shootings, I don't think the old situation where somebody just had a, you know, a, a gun permit for like a long period of time and just had, you know, collecting guns and, you know, and just had guns sitting around the house, you know, for, for a sport. I think that he just might have just, you know, off, off the rock a little bit and just did something stupid. That's That's what I feel in the situation that happened. You know, so what I what but what we talking about is if I go out and get me, I 
I don't, I don't own a gun. I don't have a gun permit. But if I was to go out and get me a gun, get me a gun permit, we was talking about that situation. If I feel like I don't have discipline enough to not use it when somebody pop off their mouth at me because I got a big ego and you ain't finna talk to me any kind of way, so I'm going to show you that I'm big and better than you. If I got to use my pistol in that type of situation, I don't need to go get one. That's what I was talking about when it comes to discipline. Well, that, that's the example of lack of discipline. That's the lack of discipline. Just because somebody popping off, now you got a gun in your pocket and you got to show them you got a gun. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Now, if you know how to, you know, have a little disagreement with another fellow, even though you got a pistol in your pocket, y'all get a little heated. That don't mean it's time to pull your pistol out. You should have enough discipline to understand, I don't have to pull my pistol out right now. Just hand it like a man to keep on going. You know, being a man, it's not, it, that's not a big thing down here in Florida. So that's a lot to swallow from what I see down here. Well, the, the first thing everybody down here do is get a gun. Why? Is everybody not, not 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 real men? Not real men don't, don't know how to handle situations. So what are you saying? You saying real men? It takes you don't a- need a gun. If if you can't talk civilized like like two men face to face and figure things out clearly, then you just part ways. Cause exactly. a heated conversation still ain't a threat. Don't be scared. Is coming you know. to you with physical harm. Mm-hmm. Not a threat today. Today, pursue themselves as being a physical threat. So, do you feel like there should be some kind of checklist stipulations that you got to pass or have to exercise that right to have a gun? Of course, you should. And, and you can do that all day long, but people are gonna lie on the paperwork. But see, my thing is that what my, see yeah. what we talking about and what actually going on in the world. It's not people that's really having registered guns that's pulling out their guns shooting people. That's not what we're dealing with. Right. That ain't what we're dealing with, man. So we we kind of talking about two separate things right now, you know? Because there ain't nobody that like you and your wife both, you know, have registered guns in the house. You know, y'all y'all ain't just out there acting stupid with pistols. You know, rob, robbing people with a registered pistol. You know, that ain't, you know, what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, what we're talking about, you know, so if I, if I, if I, you got a registered pistol, okay, now if somebody coming to your house, okay, you're going to take care of business if you feel like it's necessary, whatever you got to do. But what we're talking about is yeah, these guns, how we got these guns on the streets. You know, we need to figure out how to clean that up, you know, so we won't have people like on, on Chris Street, out there having shootings, I bet you now there ain't one of them pistols down there registered. Now when I went up I on that street, so either. <laughs> on that street, so that you know we we talking about two different things, man. All right, man. Boss man said we talking about two different things, but we all talking about guns. So we gonna take a break right here, right now, and we'll be right back. I was uh running the street. Ain't nobody tell me nothing, and I went hand. See, my thing is... Guns were so bad, you just touched the one with it. Gunplay. What we talking about? Gunplay. Gunplay, gunplay. What's actually going on in the world, I should be able to... Preserve myself, just like any country would preserve themselves. The interesting thing is, is that... Oh, we got these guns on the street. You know, we figure out how to clean that up. I bet you not that one no pistol down there, Rich. Now that I want up. 
Again, that number is 678-761-3402. And we got my barber, Jojo, Joseph Green. He cuts hair out of Fairburn. You can get Jojo at 770-990-9280-770-990-9280. That's Jojo, tell the boss man sent you. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, we back. It's the Band of Brother Podcast Show. I'm your boy Dubois, and I got my brothers with me. Boss man, G Money. And I got my brother from another mother, all the way down there in Sarasota, Florida. Chris. We coming back. We're talking about a hot topic of guns. Gunplay, gunplay. We talking about a threat. All right, we was talking about school shooting, which is mass shootings. It was kind of like edging towards our neighborhood culture. Uh, Chris was talking about some action down down there in his area, on his street, on his block. So let hold on, I, I, I want to hit on that too, man. What Chris said about on his street, man, what's going on down there? Yeah, in, in Florida, that to me, that's an ignorant law to have. They're very ignorant to have a law where somebody can just pull out a pistol and just wave it. Yep. You know, that to me, that's ignorant because a gun can just go off. So that's why, you know, to me, I'm sorry, that, that, that's just stupid, stupid, dumb, ignorant to me to even have a, a law to tell somebody you can just pull your pistol out and wave it, you know, because that, to me, you know, that ain't going to diffuse the situation. Right. You know, that go, a man with a real ego, a, 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 a tough ego, it's going to let him know, okay, you, you got your gun right now. But like I say, Chris said back in the day, I'll be back. You know, I'll be, I'll be back. You know, while you're sleeping, and you got kids in the house, whatever going on. So to me, man, that, that, that that's an ignorant law right. to even have something like that. You know, where people yeah. just do, do, that's just stupid right there. They just yeah, ask for trouble. With plenty of law enforcement just a recap on that and they all had the same answer that just, that just dumb that just dumb so alright but here, here the question man this this is my concern I agree it's a messed up law how the hell the law came into Plato down there right. it gotta be a it gotta be listen it gotta be someone crazy down there it like we we gotta ask us uh, the question like how do these laws coming to be passed and coming into play to be and person that need law man I think it's like, like, old and they just never changed them well I think I think, think it's a loophole I'm t- I think it's a loophole law let me tell you what I mean by that <laughs> they, they 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 try to put stuff in place 
so people can kind of get away with certain things. Yeah. So so if you if I got a law set, yeah, I can yeah. pull this out and wave it. If it accidentally go off and I can get that proven, then I can get away with something. Well, so I think I think it's a loophole law is what it is. I, I'm gonna go with you on that right there because it's an automatic ten years for a misfiring one. Exactly. Well, in that, some states, so it, it looked like a setup. Oh, right it's, 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 a, it's, it's a loophole law. It kind of looks like a whole hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some yeah. states, if you can prove that you gave a warning shot before you actually shoot somebody, which a warning shot means shooting up in the, in the, in the sky, shooting down in the ground, is actually just like waving it. <laughs> so, yeah. Warning shots down yeah. but, but all yeah. that, all that, is only in reference to a registered gun by you with the pistol that you hold. Got you. Correct. Correct. So check this out, man. First of all, y'all talk about discipline. Then we're talking about threat. Those two key words that I'm picking up on. Now let's take this thing. We're gonna bring it home a little bit. We see a lot of mass shooting, whether it's we don't see it in church. We don't see it in schools. We don't see it, heard about it at Walmart. Those type of situation where there's really no threat, but somebody actually lacking something, whether, it, whether it's discipline, whether it's whatever. You can say love. They mama didn't hug them enough or something. But something happened to where somebody is taking a situation way out of control to do whatever they want to do with a firearm, right? How is it though? How and we talk about laws and all that. We can talk about um, whatever legal laws or whatever. None of that gonna make sense. Like I was saying before, it take discipline. But what discipline gonna allow somebody the ability to be able to think and behave to where they can identify a threat and not get to these situations where dumb stuff like this is happening? That's what discipline all about, man. You know, it's a it is what it is. You know, you gotta, you have to allow for that time, that time frame to be able to identify a situation. You know, you have to. Discipline just don't come by itself. Discipline have to be taught. But I, I, I don't care. All the thing I'm saying is if you ain't got it, don't get one. I don't care how you, how you get your discipline. I don't care if your daddy didn't give it to you or you missed that class growing up or you were too bad to to key in on that and really learn some discipline, if you know you missed those classes growing up, don't get one. So I don't care how you get to discipline if you didn't get it. But if you don't, if you didn't get it, don't get one of those either. That's all I'm saying. But what if you, <laughs> what if you feel the threat? Um, we have. I don't care. I, I don't care. You have to allow the time to really make the right decision. Like we say all the time about these in social justice. Cop, white cops shooting black guys. Same thing we tell the cops. So give it a little more. Give it a little more time before you just shoot somebody. We all we keep saying, and all these shootings, they don't give enough time to make sure he, he doing something or uh, shoot him in the leg first or whatever it may be. This right here, this right here applies also. So all this apply. I'm glad you brought up cops because I was about to bring that up. The cops are getting trained. They have, they have a level of discipline. I think what they lack it is identifying a threat. Or are they really identifying a threat? Or is it just 
<laughs> miss. I, I don't think they they, they they not missing identifying the threat. It's like what I just said. They're not allowing enough time to pass to identify if it's a threat or not. Uh, yeah. 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 It, it, all, it, all, yeah. all this is going to discipline. You have to allow time to identify what's really going on. Just like we, as grown men, we all got kids. Like we teach our kids. You know, just like before we, when we get ready to discipline our kids, we we allow a certain amount of time to really analyze the situation before we come down with punishment. So I, the reason why I say that, the, the movie, The Hate You Give, right? When the young dude was mouthing back at the cop, you know, wasn't really trying to be mean, but just being slick. He, then when he grabbed his brush and the cop shot him or whatever, right? I, I try to reference with movie because if you haven't seen the movie, maybe you can go and check it out. But in that particular movie, the kid wasn't a threat. And like you were saying, boss man, you have to allow time. Not having the ability or the common sense, I would say, to know some situations are not going to escalate to where there's a real threat. But you can be in your own sense, be threatened because of the size of a person. No, because of your, because of your ego. I ain't seen that movie you're talking about, but it sounds like to me what happened is the cop allowed his ego to be tested because the kid was popping off at the mouth. So he, he, the first opportunity for him to, to, to get him, he took it. You know, I mean, I was just, so I, I was kind of making your point. So the lack of, if not given enough time to make an adequate decision of what's a threat and what's not a threat is the lack of discipline. It's the opposite. If, if, if you got discipline, well, then you will have the ability to wait and hold it and, and, and wait. Well, till I, I, let me, let me chime in on this though. But what, all right. I always made reference to chess, and I'm going to continue because I think every man should know this game. Every man should know this game. Now, it's certain rules chess go by. All right. You know what's the hardest competition for a master of chess is? Someone who don't play by the rules. It throw them outside of their game. Now, I'm going to bring this home. What do you do with military and you do with cops? They're supposed to have this special training, right? But when you throw them into a situation, into an environment where that special training, I mean, a military man is probably trained pretty much that another grown man going to be on the other side with a gun. But what do you do when your enemy is a damn child? I mean, what do you do then? And it, it, like, it, like, it changes the whole game. And it's like, what do you do? And it's the same thing going on in these streets. The thing is, is that we all got a target on us because we all look like we potentially can do harm to the cop. Now, I don't think the right special training is being in accounted for like, okay, there's still signs. So when you go back to the chess, the way that a master deal with someone who don't play by the rules, who's real aggressive, is you look for certain signs to be able to counter it. It means that you can't play your game no more. It means you have to play a different game and kind of be patient to be able to see and, and allow his plan, which ain't no plan, to not come to fruitation. 
all these guys getting the right training to be able to apply the right type of discipline in such a hostile environment, you know, because training, training for another, training for a grown man that know how to use a gun and firing against him ain't gonna get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But see, that's the difference. Um, that that's why that's why I said discipline. That's why military, law enforcement. They're, they're supposed to be disciplined before you engage in any type of, you know, retaliation. You, you have to be disciplined first, man. I, like I say, <laughs> discipline is so, so so strong and so so much needed, and a lot of these cops don't really have it. I'm just being honest. They they don't have the discipline it takes to really patrol the streets. You know, because I look at it like this. I was trained how to use a rifle, a pistol, whatever you want to call it. Grenade launchers, whatever you want to call them. But if I look at it like if I was if I was a cop, if I'm patrolling the streets, if I, if my, my if my aim is good enough to, to shoot and kill you, then my aim also good enough to shoot and just wound you. So good point. That's that's what they miss it. They, they don't have discipline, man. They say, because I, I don't care what you say. Ain't no reason for none of the, nobody to be out there dead by no cop unless somebody's shooting, and then, okay, you got to shoot. But if you, like you said, the kid reached down to grab something, <clears throat> that's enough time for that cop to realize, okay, I'm just going to shoot you in your leg. I ain't got to kill you, mm-hmm. but I can, pop you, I can pop you in your leg, or I can shoot your hand so mm-hmm. it don't grab what I think might be a pistol or a gun. Good point. So they don't have the they don't have the discipline to be on the streets, man. That to me, that's just what it is. So the boss man said it. You heard it. Police and popo twelve, whatever you want to call them. If you don't have the discipline, you should have no firearm. You should have be walking with a billy bob club. Shouldn't he have a badge? Uh, yeah. Ask you this. You're talking about discipline. Talking about training. I remember when my kids were younger. And boss man's son was younger. We got them BB guns. Before they were allowed to go out with the BB gun, I remember boss man training them how to walk with the gun, point to the ground, how to how to adjust the sights on the scope, talk to him about it's just a BB gun, but he would talk to him like it was a real weapon, like it was it was a tool be used for whatever situation. He was training them like this was actually the real thing. Remember that, boss? I don't. Hey, you man. <laughs> hey, man, don't, don't let Reddy do that to you, man. I don't, don't let remember. Walk in. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember that, but... Don't let him do it to you, man. I don't mind jogging your memories. You ain't that old. You don't remember what your son had a BB gun. I remember the, y'all remember the BB gun. The BB gun still sitting right there. I'm looking at it. Yeah, y'all remember that. Remember your phone yeah. was up here. They oh was, yeah, when we put the sights on them. For, yeah, okay, that around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It don't okay. take long, G money. It don't take long. Yeah. You the one with the bad memory, but it's okay. He's sipping on water, so he all right. Oh man. But um, my point is, even though it wasn't the real thing, it's a BB gun. This guy took the t- the, the time out to teach them a proper way how to walk with the gun. See what I'm saying? So they won't accidentally hurt each other. 
So training is, is, is important. Now I'm gonna ask y'all this. Y'all men got two military men. Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's needed that we train our young men about firearms? And what age do you think if you think it's okay and is it necessary? I have four boys and four boys biologically, but five boys in my life. I don't think that all five of them are suitable for firearms. Each one of them is has their own personality, and it also all goes back to discipline too. No matter how much discipline I try to instill into them, each one of them has a different personality. So I don't, therefore, with the different personalities, I don't think that all five of them should learn how to work with a firearm at all. So some personalities ain't suitable for a firearm. Not at all. That's interesting. Because, for instance, like my oldest son is one, one out of five of my boys that I would say does not need a firearm or for me to work with him at a fire, with a firearm in this moment because he's small frame the way I was. Graduated from, like, I graduated, I was 99 pounds in high school, when I left high school. So he has that. Um, what, what's the small guy's name? Is that the Neo or uh, Napolitan attitude? If you do something to me, I'm going to get you back later attitude. So I'm still working with him on that. So therefore, I wouldn't train him to carry a firearm in this moment. Okay. All right, G Minor, what you think? Uh, he made a good point, man. Um, especially like when you're dealing with your kids, man, you got that type of control. It's anybody's right to actually make that decision as a father, which I think is cool. And I apply it to, in the same way with my kids. It, it get kind of tricky. I would say probably, man, I mean, I had one for fun. I wouldn't say for fun, but it was mostly for hunting purposes, man. It was for shooting squirrels. You know, um, it's a difference in training uh, a kid to hunt versus to uh, carry a firearm. I think to carry a firearm will be his right and his decision once he decides as an adult what to do. I wouldn't do that. Now, to be able to handle a gun for hunting purposes or so, I'll train them to do that. And I can do that as early as I was when I was eight or nine years old or probably 10. But to carry a firearm like, you know, a nine millimeter, they make BB guns like that. Um, I think it's senseless because until he's grown, I'm his protector. You know, uh, as me as the father, you know, I mean, there's no sense of him or them being able to know how to use it. Um, there's been instances where, you know, people take the kids to a firearm and have some type of accident because they put a gun that a kid can't even handle. I have mean, you been I, to a gun, have you been to a gun range? Nah. Okay. The reason why I ask you that is because we had a big disturbance down here in the state of Florida a few years ago. And, the, and it actually wound up being with the black police officers that had to point it out. When you go to the gun range, the only color sheets of paper they would have were all black, which mentally that pushes you to do black on black killings or white on black killings. And a lot of officers would ask, where are the white papers? Where are the green papers? They never will present those. But when you start getting black officers, start bringing in white papers, all of a sudden they said, no more black paper, no more white paper. They're just bringing all green paper. So now all of the targets now in the state of Florida are green. Wow. wow. They don't want you shooting the white paper, wow. but they do want you shooting the black paper. 
Wow. Well, no, just like in basic training, all I would well, regular army also, but at, at the gun at the range, man, we, the all pop up targets, they was all green too. It was all green. Oh, wow. Wow, man. That's, 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 that's deep right there. <laughs> deep. Check this out, man. At one point in my life, I bought a 380. Didn't know nothing about guns, but I felt like I needed to have one. Bought a 380 off the kept it. Kept it, kept it, and I sold it back to the street. My point is this. If you don't train your kids about firearms, they're going to get some training somewhere, even if it's on TV. Now, here's the question. Is it proper training? Is it effective training? Somebody trained these cops. Was it proper training? Adequate? Whether we know it or not, whether it's the sheet of paper, that white paper with a black figure on it, we getting trained some kind of way about about guns. If it wasn't so, so but you don't you don't think that the training is different than the discipline that actually boss man and Chris were talking about or point that because it seemed like what you're talking about is something different. Training. I mean, training like your kids gonna get the training, but different type of kids. The numbers don't support that, especially. Like, take for instance, like what I was stating about teaching my son how to hunt, how to use a gun for the sense of hunting. Usually, man, the numbers point to that a lot of people, a lot of people that know how to use a gun to be able to do something disciplined, like to feed yourself or your family, they actually build that discipline pre pretense when they actually decide in later life if they want to have a firearm or not. I, I just don't I just don't agree that like I should be able to teach my son like it just to deal with a certain type of gun, yes, but not not with not with an assault rifle or anything of that nature. You know, just a certain type of gun for a certain type of reason, which I feel like will build or establish the seed for that discipline. Oh man, well, gee, everything you said. Training your son for hunting, that's this that's teaching him discipline. Cause it's certain things if you're gonna teach him to hunt with a rifle, that's fire, that's a firearm. Even if it's a BB gun, you gotta teach him. That's discipline. Your teaching, your training him is a part of developing a discipline or respect for that weapon. You get what uh, I, mean? uh, I I get what you're saying, but if I teach my son to protect himself, self-defense with a gun. What if you get in a situation with a bully where he think, okay, I could use this for that? Now that go to what Chris was saying about his older son, about the one. I, I, I gotta stop you for one second. I just had this, <laughs> this morning. I was just telling Radius about it. This morning, someone used the words "teaching your son" with the sentence "teaching your son how to defend themselves." Every man on earth has a different way of defending themselves, and I used to always think it was with these. But you don't have to always use those. This goes further than anything. So, like when we have five boys in my life, I have to learn that each one of them has a different tool for them for defending themselves. One may can talk themselves out of it. One may can write themselves out of it. One may have to fight themselves out of it. The other one may have to shoot them way, their way out of it. But each boy or male has a different way of defending themselves. And us as a parent or male figures have to decipher 
which one is best and adequate for each individual child. We're going backwards. We're going to talk about defending yourself. You don't necessarily have to have a firearm to defend yourself. But if you are going to use a firearm to defend yourself, you first got to do what we talked about at first. You got to first identify a threat. If you got an opportunity to sit there and take the time in your mind to really decide that you are being threatened and not being responsive, not, not just being explosive or not just being emotional to jump out and call yourself defending yourself because somebody got the best of you or said something to offend you. That's, those defense doesn't mean that you got to use a firearm because some of those, even though they might offend you, that doesn't mean that it's a threat or you should be feeling threatened. All right, man, I ain't gonna drag it out. No father, man. Good points, I think everybody had good points. Um, and saying this, man, all together in this country, probably all over the world, you're gonna learn something about firearms. It's everywhere. You're gonna hear about it, you're gonna see it. And if you're not trained the right way or you don't have a proper thinking, then you're not gonna have any discipline. And if you're not trained how to identify a threat, when a threat, you're not gonna know when or where or how to defend yourself or when to defend yourself with a firearm. The crazy part is we see it all over the place. The problem is that we try to lump it all up in one big bunch. First thing is in the, in the hood, why are the hood feeling threatened by the same people that around you and grow up with you, went to school with you? Like that don't make sense. Live in the same neighborhood, how could that be your threat? If it is your threat, do it require for you to have a firearm to so what you wanna say, protect yourself, defend yourself. Then we talk about discipline. If these people, if we were to teach our, our kids not to use a firearm, somebody teaching kids to use a firearm cause it, it wouldn't be kids in school with a, a, a gun. Somebody giving kids guns, somebody giving access to the gun. Yeah, it ain't hard to figure out though. It ain't hard. It's it's a it ain't hard to figure out though, man. It's but at the same time, if they were taught right, they'll also have a respect for the weapon, not to to know that how bad and what the res response and how this gonna change your life if you use it. I had a gun. I walked the street with a gun. I did it for so long. When I did have a chance to use it to defend myself. It wasn't even no need for me to do that because I that ain't what I wanted. And after I realized that, I didn't even want the gun no more. So right now, what I'm saying is, because you have the opportunity, even if you're a cop and the situation say that you can grab for your gun, doesn't mean that you threaten enough to grab for it. It don't mean that because somebody talking loud to you, talking back to you, being disrespectful to you, that doesn't mean that there's a threat. Until you can identify a threat, should no cop be grabbing for no gun. You a cop, it already expected for you to have a gun in the first place. On the streets or whatever, it should never get to a point where it requires you to grab for a gun unless you can properly identify a threat. Then it becomes self-defense. But then, like Boss Man said, if you discipline, I know how to kill and I know how to wound. That's how to discipline. Then I'll take it to what, what uh, Chris was saying. Hey, you want that discipline?
go to a gun range, put up some of them green papers up on the wall, shoot them down a couple of times. Instead of shooting your black brother, that after you shoot him, your life in jeopardy. After you shoot him, his life gone, probably, maybe, I don't know. See, like, these are the things that we need to be teaching because it put a covering on all this stuff. Especially in our hood, ain't no way in the world how our kids grow up together and then killing each other, it don't make sense. Or watching, instead of being able to talk each other down, picking up phones. We can't be this stupid. That's all I'm saying. We got the tools. We identified the problem. We didn't have to go run no campaign. We didn't have to run no ads on TV. We just sat here and talked about it. There's unnecessary identification of a threat that ain't there. The lack of discipline. People ain't taught right. People don't understand. They don't respect the weapon. We sat here, just four people, and identified the situation. And we just talking about right now how to clean it all up. Y'all know what time it is. stamp of approval from a boss that can do it if it gets through the maze of my mind then i'll approve it time for the stamp of approval from a boss that can do it if it gets through the maze of my mind then i'll approve it time for the stamp of approval from a boss that can do it if it gets through the maze of my mind then i'll approve it time for the stamp of approval Man. from a boss Man. that can do it if it gets to the maze of my mind, then I'll approve. Well, 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 we're talking about gun safety, gun safety, gun safety, gun safety. We've been talking about discipline the whole show. So this is going to be real simple. Today I will be approving to the cops, law enforcement, armed security guards, top flight security, Top security of the world, Craig, everybody out there that's holding a pistol. If you ain't got no discipline, don't pull. If you don't have no discipline, do not get you a firearm. You must have discipline. You must give yourself the time to analyze the situation to make sure there is a threat at your front door. Okay? So today, no discipline, no gun. Take us out of there. I got, I got, I got something real quick. I think it should be a new law. Chris will like that one. Before an officer can shoot his weapon, he gotta take three punches to the face first. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be three, man. <laughs> After that third one, you take that third one, you can shoot me the leg. <laughs> shoot him in the leg, man. <laughs> You can shoot me in a limb <laughs> after three punches. You got to be able to prove it. All right, boy, G Money. Got anything in the last word, G Money? Hey, man. It is what it is, man. I, I love being on here. I love the ideas, man. Y'all reshaping me <laughs> on how I deal with my son as he get older. He young, but, you know, good stuff, man. Good stuff put out here. Gonna go to the gun range with me when all this stuff opened up, man. They got they got green paper up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't going. He got black paper up. Can't go, baby. Hey, he tried Chris. He tried to get me to go with him. I think they had black paper up then, though. <laughs> yeah. 
right, Chris. I want to go on a big album targets. <laughs> All right, Chris, man, I appreciate you being on the show, man. Oh, uh, uh, man, keep in touch, man. You're a brother, man, for real, man. Uh, yeah, man, we Georgia, man. Had to, had to take that trip down to Florida and, and get up with you, man. I want to, you know, do some fishing with you and stuff. All right, man. G Money, do the honors. All right, all right. Y'all know what time it is. The offer is still on the table. The offer is still on the table. We would love to hear from you guys. Give us a call. Give us a holler. You can leave voicemail, text, or you can email. But let me give you the number first. 678-435-9076. Again, that phone number is 678 678- 435-9076 and just like any gun that's not on safety it is live all the time 24-7 give us a holler alright holler at your boys also you can reach us out of email at bandabrothers that's with a z bandabrotherspod at gmail.com again that email is bandabrotherspod at gmail.com stay live stay strapped Shoot green paper, all right? It's <laughs> your money. We on YouTube now. We jumping on. We putting the videos up on YouTube. Putting it up on YouTube, and it is amazing. Check it out. Check it out. See what your boy is doing while we social distancing right now. That's our show. I'm your boy, Do Boy. I'm here with my brothers, G Money and Boss Carter. And I got my brother from another mother all the way down from Sarasota, Florida, Chris Hidden. Thank you for listening to the show. Please leave a comment. Yo, YouTube checking us up, checking us out. Like, comment, subscribe, do all of those things. Hit the little bell or whatever. We appreciate you. And we're going to continue to try to give y'all some real, real, real content. So we out.